Welcome to another edition of the Scout Team Podcast. I'm Emery Hunt, the czar of the playbook. Be sure to follow me on all of my social media accounts. And also, don't forget to check out and subscribe to the Football Game Plan Network located at youtube.com slash football game plan and subscribe on iTunes to Football Game Plan Podcast and leave us a five-star rating. Now that we got all of the housekeeping items out of the way, moving on to our 2020 NFL Draft Prospect Series that we love to do is that time of year. And the All-Star Game and All-Star Series are, are starting to get underway, and we're going to kick off with the College Gridiron Showcase. So what better player to bring on than one of my favorite receivers in the FCS and Michael Bandy from the University of San Diego. Michael, I appreciate you taking time, man. Thank you. I appreciate you uh, having me on, and uh, I'm excited to talk to you guys. Well, we, we've done a lot of, as you know, we cover a lot of the FCS, and we have our FCS Opening Drive podcast, and I feel like every week, we chime in on the Pioneer League, and it's always San Diego scoring God knows how many points a game. <laughs> and God knows how many receptions per game you've had with, you know, 200-plus yards and, and a bunch of touchdowns. So it's great to get you on. And, and I want to start there because you guys are out there in San Diego playing in the Pioneer League. You're, you're the furthest west of, you know, your conference, most of your conference uh, opponents. But yet you guys go out there and do a lot of damage. You play well out of conference. What was your Torero experience like and how good of a program it is out there that people may not know about? Uh, it, it was probably the best four years of my life so far, I'd say, um, especially those last two. Uh, it's just incredible. As soon as you step in, it's just there's a standard that that is has been set and is kept is kept high um, day in and day out, whether it's in the weight room or uh, in the meeting room, especially on the field. I mean, like you said, we do have to travel across the country for our away games um, probably every other week. And those are like five, four or five hour flights uh, with stops in between. But we really don't let it become a factor just because we're told it's not allowed to be a factor. So we're on a business trip every week and that's the way we look at it. Um, um, that's pretty much how we attack every opponent. And we just don't let it be a factor. Well, the true mark of a program is is how they are able to replenish talent. And you guys have had NFL talent come through that program from Josh Johnson, at quarterback, to uh, Ross Dwelly at, at uh, tight end. And you talk about Jamal Agnew uh, at corner and kick returner. And, and now you're up to bat in your turn to go through the whole process. But the whole part of my statement was the fact that, you know, you had to wait your turn to to get out there to be the player you have become, you know, you started getting your feet wet as a freshman. The next thing you know, you blossomed last year, really jumped onto the scene. And then this year, just kind of put the icing on the cake with your performance. How were you able to just stay focused, stay ready, stay patient in this era of college football? Well, we know, you know, guys tend to transfer if they're not making an immediate mm -hmm. impact as a freshman, you stayed the course and it has worked out for you. Yeah. Honestly, I wouldn't have wanted it in any other way with uh, coming in, and making an impact two years in because we had guys like Brian Riley, Justin Priest um, ahead of me my first two years to look up to. And like I said, there's a standard that is set and watching them a little behind the scenes, not making an impact at first um, kind of shows me what that standard is and how I can get better as a receiver. Um, and that's why it took a couple of years to, to get better. So it's really just a process. And we got guys coming, coming below, below me, like Alex Fadone, Michael Carner, um, guys, Bennett Dondiano, who are going to step up and make some, make some big plays in the following year. So definitely look out for them. And I, I, it, this is like every position. So 
you got guys all over the place who are who are ready to make plays and it, that's why our program stays on top because we're we're developing players um in every class and every year now you were the number one receiver and it's funny to see guys that are the, the number one option still go out there and produce because we know now in, in today's game you know everyone wants to create different things to try to take their number one option away or they're finding mm-hmm. new creative ways to, to take away an option yet every week it's bandy five catches or more in a ball game how have you been able to counter the counter of your opponents and get out there and, and continue to ball out honestly i got to give a lot of credit to the coaching staff uh, moving me around putting me in positions so the defense isn't able to put two guys on me or uh, have some cloud coverage and getting me in the slot because last year we had i was on the outside um i'd say most of the time and this year if you watch the film, I'm in the slot a lot um, compared to last year. So we were able to put me in um, advantageous positions in order to, to get open and uh, and find the holes in the defense. I'm glad you brought that up because that's one of the things that I've had, I had earmarked down about your game that I like. The fact that you can play inside or out because people will just look mm-hmm. at, oh, he's 5'10", 190, slot receiver. But you <laughs> primarily played on the outside. Um, and when you look at the position, because people just think receivers are uh, slated by height or slotted by height, um, but there's a, a uniqueness in playing on the outside juxtaposed to playing mm-hmm. on the inside. What, what would you say is the difference in playing both and which one do you prefer playing at the next level? Um, the difference? Uh, I just, I think the more you can do, the better, right? Um, so yep. I was in, I was in the backfield. This year, too, I was in the slot outside. I mean, the more you can do, the more you can help your team. So uh, I think it definitely, if everyone can play every position, then there's a lot of ways you can get your offense um, to manipulate it and to get guys open um, on certain plays or get guys where you want them to be. And then as far as the next level, I, I mean, I'll be grateful for any position. But uh, like you said, I am a, more of a slot style guy, and I think uh, people are going to look at me that way. So I'm just going to embrace it and go with the flow and uh, do what I can to, to make an NFL roster. One of the best receiver coaches in the NFL right now is Tyke Tober, who coaches with the New York Giants. And, you know, I spoke with him in, in training camp, and he talked about, you know, because the Giants move their guys around a lot. So they're positionless at that in, in that regard. And he was like, well, we, we teach concept before we teach position, because if you understand yep. the concept during the game, let's say our slot receiver may uh, go down and you can't say, well, I only play on the outside coach. Now you got to go in there and play in the slot. So um, I like that you are getting that same level of coaching at San Diego. And mm-hmm. when you talk about your game, um, I think uh, an underrated element of your game is your ability after the catch, like you essentially turn into a running back, you're breaking tackles, you're making guys miss. Is that a true assessment of your game? And if, and if not, or if so, what's another part of your game that you feel like is being underrated? Uh, I would say that is a big part of my game. Uh, this year I stepped up a lot. That's one thing I wanted to improve on for my junior years, the, the yards after catch. So, I mean, putting my shoulder down and getting those few extra yards or making somebody miss in space and, uh, also trying to get more yards. Um, but I think one thing that's underrated in my game is uh, my hands. Uh, I pride myself on having good hands and always catching the ball because at the end of the day, the receiver's first job is to, to catch the ball. 
which is so bizarre to, to, to say because you catch so many passes. Um, I, I just find it in, interesting that folks would still doubt whether or not you can catch the ball. But, you know, when you watch you out there on the, on the field, catching the football is not complicated. I think you're a natural right. hands catcher and you understand there's different ways to haul in a reception. And some people mm-hmm. may look at that and say, well, oh, he caught that with his body. Well, the situation called for him to catch it with his body because of what's on coming his way. He's protecting his body and also the ball. Uh, when you talk about um, playing a position and that level of nuance, how critical is having that nuance to playing the receiver position so well? And catching the ball? And catching the ball or just having just nuance at the position because it's not just run out there and make a catch. It's it's a lot of it, – it's it, a lot goes into playing a receiver position is, is what I'm trying to say. Right, exactly. I would say um, – I wouldn't say people are doubting my ability to, to actually catch the ball, but contested catches. Um, I'm a small receiver, and and on film you can see that I, I do make the plays with guys all over me, um, whether it's on the outside or inside. But um, I think it's very important um, with all the little nuances of a receiver to to be able to catch the ball, to be able to know where you're supposed to sit in the zone, know if it's covered two, you can't run to the flat in the slot. Uh, and stuff like that know where the safeties are at at all times Um, and I think the more you can expand your game uh, day in and day out the more you will be comfortable in a game-like situation um, when it comes to game day and it really just becomes natural and and you make it look easy and instead of uh, right like you make it look easy instead of it being difficult um, you, you put yourself in those positions in practice. And like I said, our coaches did a great job, put us in the most difficult position in practice. And like, we got to stop practice. We don't know what's going on because they're p- making these, these, uh, defenses, these scout team defenses look so difficult with guys moving around. And I mean, the other team may not even do that as much, but they're putting us in the most difficult position. So on game day, we're able to go out there and make it look easy. Football. I like to say is, uh, physical classroom it will teach you a ton um and throughout the course of the time playing college ball is a different animal Uh, what would you say over the course of your time out there at san diego was the biggest lesson football taught you um i would just say hard work and i think i think that came through the program itself um especially football definitely teaches you hard work and perseverance and don't give up but I think our program in particular definitely um definitely taught me a lot about that just like I said in the weight room like like I'm fighting with my own receiver group to see who can do the most weight on bench press on squat on power clean all the way down to like the simple stretches or like a box jump so I think uh the, the competition level as well and that comes through hard work and so I'd say I would definitely say hard work just all over the place um, in our program. I think with hard work, um, you can move up in the program. And I think that's why our program is so successful, because with guys who are keep trying to they're scratching to get to the top day in and day out. So uh, people are able to to show out um, in their later years or even maybe sophomore, junior year. As a former running back, I used to always pick pieces of different players' games and try to add a little bit into mine. Um, but I was a big Herschel Walker fan, big mm-hmm. uh, um, 
Ricky Williams fan when he was at Texas. And um, you you try to pick different parts of people's game and try to you know, try to add what they do well to yours. Who are some of the guys that you watch now or that you have watched that you, you tend to pull from and try to add it to what you bring to the table? Um, one guy I've been watching a lot lately is uh, Jarvis Landry and his ability to like just get open all the time. He's so quick and so smart. Those guys, those NFL guys are incredibly smart with all the film they watch and just there's they have everything has a has a reason why everything every little movement they do is a reason why to get them open this way or that way or uh get open later than than earlier for the quarterback's timing so i've been watching a lot of him and a lot of his film and i mean he's a great route runner and uh i definitely like to add some of his stuff to my game and then there's the classic julian edelman um who's my type of receiver um so i'm told so uh, I like to watch him <laughs> a lot, and he's uh, really, really fun to watch. Just his ability to – his competitiveness and ability to get open and um, everything that he does in that Patriots offense is incredible. Yeah, both of those guys are, are very tough running back like receivers. You know, th- these right. are guys that no one wants to deal with on a on any given uh, game day because of what they do underneath and, and what they're able to do after the catch. Um, when you look at – the game itself and and how beautiful the game is what would you say is the the thing about football that you love the most oh that's a tough question um yeah because there's so much you can there's so much of of football um to where you just like man i like this part that part that part it it may not even have anything to do with Mm -hmm. actual game but just something like oh man i like the smell of the grass in the fall like there's so much you could choose from Exactly. I would say probably the competitiveness or the toughness and just like that, that, that fight and that will to like, to, to strive to get better, even in the game, like fighting for that extra yard that on third and seven and you need eight and you got to break a tackle or something like that. But definitely this year, I think uh, one thing that's really opened up to me in like expanding my knowledge of the game is just the little things you can change on your offense, whether it's a motion or a shift or, if we line up in 21 personnel opposed to 11, whether the defense will run or whether the defense is in man or zone or whatever the case may be, uh, just like getting the defense to where you want them to be or what you want them to run so you can put your offense in the most advantageous, advantageous position um, to succeed um, on each down. And I've been definitely trying to open myself up to that um and try to get like an offensive coordinator's mind so we can and definitely pick it my offense coordinator's mind coach taylor uh so we could so i could understand more so on game day i understand why he's making the calls he's making you guys run a pro style offense man it's been fun to watch you develop over the course of your career and i'm excited to see you get out there and compete at the college gridiron showcase and see how far this thing going wish you the best luck moving forward where can people find follow you on social media to f- follow your journey uh, to the NFL? Uh, you can find me on Twitter, MikeyBands5, or Instagram, MichaelBandy15. Uh, yeah, I'm excited to get out to the showcase. Uh, it'll be a lot of fun, ready to compete, and, uh, yeah, ready to do some work. Well, you know what? Last question, because we, we forgot to talk about the showcase. But, <laughs> you know, you talk about the showcase here <laughs> and you being there. How big of an event is this? Because, again, this is the first all-star event that kind of kicks off this draft cycle for 2020. Right. 
uh, I mean, it's huge for me. It's an opportunity for me to to show what I got and what I can do um, against some de- definitely talented players. And I mean, just got to take advantage of every every opportunity and treat it like the Super Bowl every time. So uh, I'm excited to get out there and and compete. Like I said. Gonna be fun, man. 150 scouts were out there last year. I know it's gonna be about that much again this season. And Michael, again, wish you the best of luck moving forward. We'll keep in touch and definitely looking forward to watching you practice. Awesome. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it.